Welcome to Essential Conversations. I'm your host, Rebecca, with my co-host, Luca Alex. And this week, it's us in the studio. I just realized I just said my first name. I'm Rebecca Mears. <laughs> yes, just so we have both parts of your name and we can find you. Uh, that's actually rather fitting. I feel like not all of my mental parts are necessarily with me today. I, I'm going to be okay with that. Because that's a I sign that we're not temp- tapping into all of your mental parts. So we don't need your mental parts today. <laughs> we need other parts. Yes, exactly. Intuitive parts, perhaps. Um yeah, but uh, Luca and I were talking on our way up here today about uh, we've had a few different topics that we were intending to speak about today through the week. Yeah, when we, we knew. cycled through a few of them this yeah. week. They were and all good. We'll uh, use them another time. Yeah, everything <laughs> was good. And we were actually quite settled on a on an entirely different topic just a little while ago. And then we realized that we just we weren't really feeling it. And then we were noticing the stories we were telling each other as we were catching up about what's what's been going on the last few days in our lives when we see each other uh, weekly sometimes at least you know more than that because we're good friends outside of the studio and um um i was both of us were feeling not up to par today just a a bit draggy Mm. a bit slow yeah like there's not quite enough oxygen in the air today (laughs) a little dull of brain and body (laughs) Not bright and uh, not bright and shiny, but then looking at well, where is that coming from, or why are we feeling that way? And uh, recognizing that, for myself at least, I'll speak first person. Um, the last day or two, but then it's way longer than that. It's stretching out much longer, but intensely within the last twenty four hours, I've needed to be around some very angry people. Or where there was a lot of there was there was just a lot of anger, not even necessarily being outwardly expressed, not directed at me, not necessarily being dumped, but but present and recognizing that that's having an impact on me. I know it has an impact on me. It's not this isn't a new idea for me. But when we were speaking about this on the way up and realizing, you know, anger, anger is anger is a theme right now. There's a lot of, maybe we need to just talk about that today. Talk about anger. Let's just do some rummaging around in there. Well, especially given the state of the world at the moment. Yeah. And that there are a lot of things going on in the world, a lot of conditions in which many people are living on the planet right now that um, could legitimately be said to create anger. I mean, it's not like people are making it up. This is, there are things that we can be rightfully indignant about. Um, And I was thinking about what do we do with that? Like, we can make wars with it, but if we don't make wars with it, then what do we do? And And I know that anger starts on an individual level. So... So that means that if we're going to do something about it, then we have to start on an individual level. This is not something that we say, oh, well, that's the world out there. That's the politicians. Um, Mm -mm. It's not the troublemakers. It's not 
crime. It's no, it, it, it is in each and every one of us. We all have an anger center in us, which I think is it comes up. It's a, I think anger is a defense mechanism. It's a it's a it's a tool that tells that that spurs us to action in order to take care of ourselves. Yeah, very much so. Um, when it when it's functioning in a healthy way, right? When it's not uh, when it's not being shut down, it's not being blocked. Then I think that's the way anger should work. And and I was thinking about the times in my life when I have been enraged. I mean, rage is it's it's when it comes out, it's it's hot and it's fast and it's powerful and it seems to come up from from your toes mm-hmm. and it and it and it burns up through your body like a lightning strike and it comes out with a with a roar it, it it's and then it's done it's spent mm-hmm. when it's when it's not allowed to come up then it it simmers and it it leaks, mm-hmm. and and then what do we do with it, mm-hmm. right? And, and then and I, don't, I think we don't know what to do with it. When it's leaking, we get irritated all the time. It's a constant level of irritation, but we can't actually address it because it's not it's not showing up and announcing itself in its full regalia as I'm angry. Well, and there's also where does the anger come from? What's the root of it? Because if that's yeah. never looked at or addressed then even if you do find outlets, um, you won't make much progress because then, you know, you will be sure you'll be um, letting out the anger and maybe yes, but, the, but the stimulus ways, will still be there, right? You're it still going to have it'll continual It'll still keep coming up and coming up and coming up. Yeah. So, and so if anger is ending. meant to inform us that something needs to change. Something needs to be attended to at the very right. least, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then just learning how to manage the anger doesn't change the fact that it's it's pointing at something else that needs to be changed. It's not meant yeah. to be a state that we live with. No. And it's powerful. It's, it's very um, it's when it comes <laughs> it's very powerful. I just had a <laughs> I've got old drains in my house. For Canada my house is old. And um, these drains, we were coping with them backing up on an almost every two or three day basis with Drano. But of course, that's not a sustainable solution. It works. But let's imagine anger is like Drano, right? Yes. It burns things. It'll just burn it up. Whatever's in the way, it's going to burn it up. It did the trick. You know, we'd get the drain until the the blocks would come back. Um, And so you could just keep on doing that. You know, I caught the drain. Just get more Drano. But it's you know, toxic. and it keeps the drains flowing, so you're able to kind of function. But it is eating the pipes, and just as we are vessels through which the anger flows, mm-hmm. and those around us through that the anger may touch, as we allow it to come out, whether mm-hmm. it's you know, even if it's, you know, we follow the directions for the Drano, right? <laughs> following, following wise wisdom for anger, and we're letting it out as safe as we can. But if we just continually to allow ourselves to be the vessel without going to the root, which the roots for my drains, we found out were, were, <laughs> were other roots growing through my drains. <laughs> they were growing through, right? Well, they were invasive roots, right? Yeah, they should so have been was... outside the foundations. And I think often that anger comes from, uh, 
uh, it comes as a reaction to an invasion of our boundaries. Mm. So this is this is my uh, my rights and privileges as a human being, and something is coming in from the outside and interfering with that. Um, so it might be my right to safety, might be my right to respect, uh, to um, self-expression, to it's uh, usually around and, livelihood, and even, whatever it is, and even basic needs. You're being witnessed. Yes. I exist. I exist. Yes, and I have a right to exist. I have a right to exist. To have a voice. Yeah. To to think, to express my emotions, to feel my emotions, and to express my emotions. And there are people, many of whom I work with, <laughs> who f- from the time of childhood who are trained out of those instincts because you, you we're born with them, right? This is why we cry as babies. Okay, yeah. I'm hungry, yeah. therefore feed me. Yes. You know, I'm, yeah. I am in pain, therefore relieve me of the pain. These are mm-hmm. basic human yes. needs that need, you know are to be attended to. Yes. And if they're not, and if we are trained out of responding to our instinctual need to get our needs <laughs> attended to yeah. um, through words such, you know, through um, lies, really, that are you know, along the lines of, well, you, you, have, you don't deserve it, or you're not worthy of it, or um, it doesn't or exist you for you. It, it's not going to be attended to, so therefore it's invisible. So irrelevant. It's not worth even expressing Irrele- it. Yeah, so it's irrelevant, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, all of these things. The anger, if 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 it's trained from childhood, the anger is still there. But it's like we have, but we, but usually in a situation like that, we're not able to express express yeah. anger because the same you know individuals that would be saying you're not you're not worthy you haven't earned it um it's not there for you it's irrelevant are also going to not be allowing you to express the emotions that would then accompany um the needs not being met right like yeah. anger is not allowed yeah. it's not allowed and i think we reroute it right i, yeah. I mean that's, so that's neuroplasticity that's what right? i was going to say find, we reroute it to somewhere else so where to something else where does it show up when we're kids and we reroute yeah. that anger because that's not a, allow. It's not acceptable. Meaning, it will only increase the number of needs that are not met, or increase yeah. the pain. Yes. So, therefore, where does it go? Where have you seen it go? I, I've seen it going. I, I had an interesting story about this um, around n- not just. I mean, it was coming out in behavior that. Um, so, I was staying with some friends of mine who had a son who was at the time about nine, eight or nine, and he was an only child. And they had um, somebody come in to visit them, whom I did not know. And the kid started to act up. He was making a lot of noise. He was being disruptive. So the adults who were sitting having a cup of coffee couldn't have a conversation. And his, his parents were getting increasingly angry with him. And I was able to observe this because I wasn't, I didn't know him and I wasn't as involved as they were in this whole thing. And I realized after this guy left that I had had an initial reaction to him of irritation, but I didn't know him. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even said two words to him. And I also noticed that after he left, the sun simmered right down. Mm. The behavior stopped. And I thought, I wonder if this lad was picking up the anger that I picked up from this guy when he showed up. And he didn't, the, the boy at eight or nine didn't know what to do with it. 
So he just acted it out and and created all around him anger that was uh, less covert. Right. It was, well, I wouldn't put it in the positive. It was more overt. And then everybody reacted to it. But the person whose anger it was, i.e., we weren't angry until this guy showed up, and he didn't do anything while he was there to make us angry. He came, he came with it. Um, he wasn't expressing it. But all of us ended up expressing it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if I hadn't been able to pull back, if I hadn't been the outsider, I might not even have noticed it. But I was per- only peripherally involved right. in, the, in the conversation. So that, to me, is an example of what happens when one person has an injunction against expressing, uh, in this case, the emotion of anger. It could be any emotion, but uh, against expressing that anger. So then what happens? It has to, it's, it's like that the emotions are energy. So they, they must find an outlet somewhere. Mm-hmm. So what they do is they travel along whatever available wires there are to somebody who doesn't have an injunction against expressing that particular emotion, and then they will express it. Mm-hmm. it come, and, it and it can come out in several different people. Where it can, so it doesn't necessarily have to come out as rage. It can come out as behavior that causes rage. I've got an image in my head as you're talking about this of mushrooms. <laughs> and things that I've read about forests and how interconnected trees are yes. under the surface yes. and how they send each other's mes- messages yeah. through roots. I think humans work but the, the same re- way. But the mushrooms as well as there are, there are you know, co- multiple square kilometers huge fung- fungi that are yes. an, an entity but yes. that you will see the little, you know, mushrooms will up grow up. Yeah. And, but yeah. they actually belong to... A, a fungal entity. <laughs> I feel like I'm making well, up like words. Well, it's like a fungal consciousness, right? It's yeah. A, like yeah. the trees are all connected. So, and I find the fungi. that both creepy and fascinating, but also revealing because we've we've talked before about. Um, well, I don't know that we've talked before. I've t- I've had conversations with other other people before about the collective unconscious and the uh, the idea of which Jung talks about. Right? Of, of there is something that we all tap into that can help to explain why when scientists are working on a specific problem in different parts of the world and are not sharing results or data, or ongoing experiments, where one person will have a eureka with something that they've been working on for, it could be decades, and then within a very short period of time, completely independently, mm-hmm. other people will have the same eureka. Mm-hmm. And it becomes problematic. Who owns this, right? But the idea that we are perhaps drawing from or getting inspiration from or tapped into something bigger than us. Like a group mind. Yeah. Yeah. And if we apply that concept to the the emotions then, and while we are individuals and we are responsible for our individual actions and our res- individual thoughts, our individual behaviors, and to control what is ours to control, we're also influenced by and impacted by this greater narrative, this greater and we also influence. Yes, right? so we also a, contribute. It's like that. Um, it's like the membrane on a cell, <laughs> right? 
Yes. It goes Sorry. both ways. <laughs> it, it, my things brain, go out and they can come in too. My brain works way faster than my mouth sometimes. So yes. now I've got more images coming in that are just cracking me up. So oh, the so idea wait, wait, of, hold, hold that just okay, a second gonna before hold we go there. Um, for those of you who are just joining us out there in Radio <laughs> Land, uh, you're listening to Essential Conversations with Rebecca Mears and Luca Hallex, And we are talking today about anger. Um, and uh, we're wandering around the topic really liberally at the so, moment. So you go go ahead. On, on the idea of this collective unconscious, <laughs> um, well, you were saying, you know, when we contribute to it, we receive from it. I My mind sped ahead to, um, well, what about those of us who are – spreading toxicity where our anger is not being dealt with and this is i mean we've all we've all had this happen we've been somewhere maybe it's in public maybe it's somebody in our family maybe it's ourselves where where we it is just the sensation of toxicity where it's like i can't be around this somebody is just so full of rage or emitting so much anger and even if it's not directly physically impacting me meaning they're not hitting me they're not throwing things at me but the vibes are so gross we just can't be around it and and uh, the idea that some people maybe all of us at different times are contributing that into this collective unconscious around emotions and then it might pop up elsewhere but then then my thoughts were thinking yeah but we're not all like that so what if we're contributing the good stuff. What are we? What if we're working on the healing? Which I we know all do it. We all do it different. Also, yeah, right? yeah. And I was, you know, thinking about. I like to think of myself as a healer. It doesn't mean I'm always in healing mode. And so I thought, well, how does that work? If what we're doing is we're healing this, and I don't know. Did you ever watch the movie Wally, Luca? No. Okay, <laughs> we. I need to get you a copy of that. So Wally, <laughs> there's a character in Wally. There's a movie about a robot. The Earth, we've destroyed the Earth, and the only surviving humans are way off in a sh- cruise spaceship somewhere off in the universe. And But they, every now and then a probe comes back to Earth to check to see if <laughs> has anything growing yet. <laughs> and Wally is the last remaining robot left on Earth. That's His only job is cleaning things up or, or collecting trash and compacting it. And then this other robot shows up and finds some life. And then the whole story evolves around Wally and this other robot and love and going back to this mother space cruise ship. But there's a there's another robot on this ship that it's he 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 represents our OCDness right where we cannot handle dirt. So Wally is has been wallowing in the dirt of the earth, and everywhere he goes, he's leaving tracks, filth, nasty stuff all over this like this, this, this in spaceship. The, in the Charles Schultz and Brown and every time this this robot runs across, he's trying to you know he's got lines he's supposed to follow and he's got this job he's supposed to get to, but he keeps coming across this dirt and he has to jump off of his usual routine just to clean up the dirt. And you see him, he's got like this roller bar in front of him. He's cleaning it up, and I just suddenly realized I'm like that dude. Yes, and I think a lot of us are right. We clean up so that we can keep going, and we're cleaning up. What might be other people's toxicity? Sometimes I'm cleaning up my own because there are times right anger comes through me well, too. I think we all have a we all have a spot that's our blind spot, right? There yeah. we've all been damaged somewhere along the line. I mean, we live in a society that damages, so mm-hmm. we're, we've all been damaged. Nobody gets to escape it. Yeah. So the question is, what? How do we process it? And it's it seems to me we've got a faulty. Um, identification system and a faulty processing system for emotions that we consider to be quote unquote dangerous. Yeah. Right? So it could be fear seems to be okay. It's all right to be in fear and it's all right to create fear. But but the anger part doesn't seem to be as acceptable 
although we do things to one another that would, in anybody's definition, create anger. Yeah. I, I, I came across something about mothers against drive, drunk driving um, the other day, and I thought that's, that, that is um, rage. That's mothers who've said, no, enough, stop, yeah. right? Did you, did you, like, you don't get to drink and kill other people's family. You don't get to do that. This is so – so we're – I think we're in the process of trying to figure out what it is we're doing. It's just like we need some diagnostics here, right? What are we doing mm-hmm. and, and, and what are we not doing and how does that impact all of our fellow earthlings? Because I don't think we can even look at it anymore as just our family or our community or the next country over. I think everything we do now impacts the whole planet. We're now in a global era where there is nothing that we do that doesn't impact everybody fairly quickly. Just look how fast the news travels, Mm -hmm. and a lot of the news is emotional. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's It's time time for for one of our songs. And I'm going to put on the one that makes me laugh. (laughs) because one of the things I think we can do with anger especially as we become comfortable with the fact that it is one of a spectrum of emotions Mm -hmm. all emotions yeah all of emotions are valid they all have healthy ways of being expressed and unhealthy ways of being expressed Mm -hmm. they all come from somewhere as well Mm -hmm. so going to the roots figuring out what we want to do with this causal event and just because I or feel condition. anger doesn't mean I need to blow it onto everyone. So this is a song, <laughs> Everything About You by Ugly Kid Joe, that makes me laugh. came out when I was in high school. Ugly and Kid Joe. I yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, even the name of the group. It's, yes. it's it's where we're poking fun at ourselves, right? And so this there may have been some real anger at the beginning, but it's also ma- poking fun at how we, how we turn things into a thing sometimes when we're angry. <laughs> so let's take a listen to this and... Then we'll come back and we'll talk more about anger and what do we do with it?
take a moment to respectfully acknowledge that we are broadcasting from unceded ancestral territory of the Coast Salish peoples, the Squamish, the Musqueam, and the Tsleil-Waututh. And we are here as settlers and seeking always, at least Luca and I will speak for ourselves, I know for many of the people here at the radio station, seeking to learn, seeking to listen, seeking to do better, and to honor the, the caretakers of this land and the wisdom that they hold. We were just listening to Ugly Kid Joe uh, singing Everything About You. <laughs> Getting a little bit of laughter in here when we're talking about anger. And I learned something about the little bee hummingbird. And now I've got all these hummingbirds in my backyard. And I've <laughs> well, you know, the interesting thing about laughter and anger is that when, when I was counseling, what we would find is that anybody, if we had a client or somebody in a group who was expressing um, uh, who was who was laughing at something, but it felt inappropriate. Like mm. it 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 was it felt it was jarring. It was uh, it didn't the response to the stimulus didn't look like it ought to be laughter. It was often diffused rage, right? Uh, anger that uh, the person either felt unsafe to express. Uh, or didn't feel they had permission, or it wasn't going to do any good anyway, so why bother? Um, and I think that that's a, it's, it's really interesting because, it, you know, we, we talk about often anger is expressed as teasing. Yeah. I was only teasing. 
was just a joke. It was just a joke, but it doesn't. It the 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 emotion underneath it doesn't feel like a joke. It yeah. hurts. Uh, so teasing, bullying, it often has a teasing element in it. Uh, people laughing at other people. So that um, I I find they they come oft just like anger and fear often come together because we were talking about what's underneath the anger. Sometimes what's under the anger is fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear, loneliness, pain. Uh, pain. But, uh, but sometimes also what's on that flip side of that anger is uh, a coping mechanism like uh, something that feels jarring. It feels like it doesn't fit, like laughter. Mm-hmm. Or, or, and laughter in particular because laughter can be, it can be f- joyful and it can also be really cruel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where we get passive aggressiveness from too, yes. right? Where, yeah. where there's, there's a need that's yeah. wanted, that's need, a need that's demanding attention. Yes. That doesn't, that needs the person expression. does not feel that they can communicate directly. <laughs> whatever reason. This yeah. can be, it's usually taught by our family of origin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it may also be very highly um, practiced as in our, within a society, the, the society that we live in, in terms of, this is an acceptable way of expressing what you need or, or requesting requesting a change from other people's behavior. This is how we do it. But it's not clear communication. And it, le- and it leaves people feeling awkward because if something's communicated using what's meant to be humor, where the person who's delivering it is, is smiling, but it's a, there's a harsh smile that can usually go through this, right? Or sometimes, you know, just like a... It's, it's more it's, like a smirk. It's um, like, why Why did this thing that we're laughing at, why do I feel like I've got a knife stuck in my gut? Yeah. And, yeah. It, it, you know, the, it gets the point across. <laughs> I'm laughing because it feels like a knife in your side. It gets the point across. Yeah. But a little double entendre there. Yeah. But you're also left licking some wounds and it doesn't improve relationships. This and is the, the thing. wounds are not acknowledged either. No. Because if somebody says to you, it was just a joke, I didn't mean I didn't really mean it. Don't be so sensitive. Yeah. Then you can't even really lick your wounds. There's an invalidation there. There's an invalidation yeah, process an un- going on. Yeah. Unwitnessing. And also lack of ownership of what created this now dynamic where people are feeling awkward. So passive aggressiveness does not assist relationship building. It does not form community. It disassociates community. It pushes people out. It others people. It others emotions. So... This is where anger does need to have a voice. We do need to be able to have clear communication about what the needs are, the underneath parts. What what do you perceive as healthy ways of expressing anger, Luca? Well, one of the things that I used to do with my clients is I had a I had a big plastic baseball bat. <laughs> it was a hollow. Pla- plastic baseball bat. Plastic baseball bat. A, ki- a children's large plastic baseball bat. And some very large cushions, and we used to. Uh, I say we because there was a there was a group of us um, as counselors who were who were doing this. We would get the client to stand with their feet about hip width apart, so that and ground themselves, so that they were feeling they could move backwards and forwards between one foot and the other, and it was they felt solid on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then we would get them to put both hands on this bat and raise the bat up over their heads and bring it down with a wham on this cushion. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had very dust-free cushions 
because you could get and you could get a good <laughs> whack out of this. And we would also encourage them to just make a noise because sometimes you don't know what you're angry about. You're just feeling pissy. So we would they they would bring it down. And sometimes in the process of doing this over and over, and it'd be amazing how many people couldn't do it. Mm. They get it felt like they were climbing a mountain to be able to just get their hands up. And when you bring your hands up over your head like that, you're opening up your mm. whole diaphragm, right? You're 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 not you're not huddled. You're not squashed in and covering your chest, and which is a protective mode, right? When we when we go into fetal position, that's protection. When mm. we open up the body, then then we're uh, and with your feet planted solidly, you're you're in a power stance. Yeah. So it it is empowering to do this, and then sometimes the the person will start to say stop or or don't or and we don't even need to know what mm-hmm. we, we just it's it these are words that are uh, defining our territory. Yeah. Right. So that was really useful, and that would get that rage. If they couldn't access it, it would begin to access the rage that had been building up inside them, and get it out with with voice. So voice and body movement is empowering. Mm-hmm. So that's one way you can do it. Another way you can do it is to lie down on a mattress of some kind. Your bed is, is great. And put your face into your pillow and put your hands up over your head and make sure that there isn't anything that you can hit your feet on or hit your fists on. But but then just pound your 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 fists into the mattress and kick your feet and shout into the pillow. Now, doing that is often safer for people because their the front of their body is in the mattress, so mm-hmm. it feels protected. And they can thrash around, so it's the the feet can mimic the that feel of running. Mm-hmm. So running to towards something, running away from something, and then the the fists it that the hands naturally go into a fist when you're angry. Um, and the also, clenching, yes, all of the that clenching, clenching the stomach. and that wanting to take back, take back your power, or and also hit out at whatever it is mm-hmm. that's taking your power away from you. So th- these are energetic, um, m- energy movement yeah. um, this techniques is- for it. Just to access it. Yeah. Some of those, uh, as you're describing, um, are accessible through 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 therapy. Like if you've yes. got somebody yes. that you yep. can go to for therapy, having yes. a session with yep. somebody that you trust helps. Yes. Yes. Um, I know for me, I've needed to make a rule for myself. Mm-hmm. If I find myself in that hot, heated mm-hmm. space, that yes. anger, I have to remove myself from whatever the, the situation is, even though every oh, yeah. aspect of my being wants to take action. Yeah, so if you're, you're saying that if you're in a situation and, and you're feeling this and I, it doesn't feel safe, you need to remove well, yourself to and safety. And it's not even that it necessarily doesn't feel safe because I may be in my power mode because yes. for, usually for me, if I'm hitting my anger, yeah. it's like burning hot self-righteous anger and I tend to actually go into a space of, you know, galadrialness, right? I'm, <laughs> yes. nobody's going to mess with me. I, I will yes. take my space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's not a good place for me to take 
actions, say words, do things. It's not wise because yeah. even though I may feel very powerful in that moment, I can have impacts that I might not realize yes. and, and create yes. consequences I might not actually want to create. So yes. for me, the trick has been to get myself out of the situation, the direct situation, but I do still need to let that energy flow through. So I have to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have screamed into pillows for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but exercise usually... I, I go for walks. Sometimes yes. I, the walks Move, have taken like helps. two or three yeah. hours because it has to come out of the body yeah. and, and into, you know, maybe well, I wasn't in a place where I could actually run. Mm-hmm. Maybe my body wasn't ready for that. But mm-hmm. but exercise and, and outdoors, somewhere where I'm not encountering people all the time. Mm-hmm. Because when I'm burning, it, mm-hmm. you can see it on my face and it can scare people, right? It, it, yes. Just because it's very powerful energy. It. Yeah, it, people right? will feel it coming off mm-hmm. me in waves. Mm-hmm. You can pass me on the sidewalk. You're going to feel it. Mm-hmm. I, and I'd, I'd rather own that that is mm-hmm. true and, and therefore choose to put my body and my mind in a place where I'm not going to be <laughs> triggering other people. Yeah. yeah. And so into a forest I go. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> if you don't, if I'm the, thinking about if you don't have a forest available, like this used to happen to me when I was in a corporate setting. So mm. I was in a big building downtown. Oof. There was nowhere to go. Right. So I would go uh, I- into a, into an empty room and stand behind the door, mm-hmm. um, and and uh, drum my feet on the floor, like stamp my feet. <laughs> it it's it. You don't have to go. You don't have to travel That's, with your feet, but stamping them it's, gets it, already some it's of it out. Very two Shaking years your old. Fists. But in a way... But that's what a temper tantrum is, right? It is. Oh, it's a and release I, oh. of that energy. I'm just remembering that I actually did have a temper tantrum once, and it was it was exactly that. Yes. When I, I felt I had... There was nothing else to do. I wasn't being heard. Yeah. I, I felt desperately in, in need to be heard. It was yes. about survival. Yeah. And I ended up stomping up and jumping up and down on the sidewalks in North Vancouver. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Wow, we see I mean, somebody doing it. It's really but, funny you know. to think back on some of these things or to be on the outside of it or the other side of it. But uh, I'm sure that people wouldn't have wanted to be near me at that moment. Um, we but have you another song. Lashing out at anybody? Uh, well, uh, it was directed at, at the person that was with me at that time because oh. I wasn't. So mm-hmm. sometimes it is right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it, that wasn't helpful. It didn't fix the situation. No, no, no. Um, I feel like I want to play the next song because okay. it's actually. I feel this song. Uh, is representative of another thing that can be done with yeah, our it anger. It talks about what we can do with it, right? Well, even just because this song was written by somebody who I believe was in anger. Mm-hmm. This is a person identifying as female. There, mm-hmm. f- and and something we haven't touched on yet is the the gender differences with anger, yes. based on on f- family training and societal mm-hmm. training. Yes. And anger is not has not traditionally been acceptable for women, yeah. even more so when it's women of color. Yes. They yes. get labeled as, yes. as angry, angry black women. And this is not okay. Yes. This is not accurate no. also. No. Um, and we need... We need real outs. And this song uh, was, was written. You can feel the energy of it. There's mm-hmm. anger, but it's, it's coming through in this quiet way. Mm-hmm. And it's acknowledging bitterness. It's called A Bitter Song mm-hmm. by Butterfly Boucher. Uh, let's take a listen to this and let's um, rejoin this conversation here at, at, um, with Essential Conversations at CJSF in just a couple of minutes.
to Essential Conversations with Rebecca and Luca. And we were just listening to a bitter song by Butterfly Boucher. Um, and we just took note of a few things and I didn't write them down. Now they've flown out my mind. What, what did we say while we were listening to that song that we were going to touch on next? We were talking about gender and about what happens um, with expressions of anger um, according oh. to gender. And we were also talking about more, more and different ways of expressing it. And I was, as we played the song, I was thinking of my brother who writes mm-hmm. songs, who plays music, and um, that is a go-to yeah. for Creativity him. Creativity is a great yes. way of expressing uh, all kinds of emotions. I write letters when I yes, when I yes. can't get resolution, and sometimes there is not a possible conversation that can be had, or I don't know mm-hmm. how to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. I write letters. And sometimes I write letters to things that aren't even people. I've written letters to the house that I had to leave. I've written letters to money. <laughs> like, <I've> <laughs> yes, yes, because, because working with words is your yeah. one of your forms of creative expression. Yeah. For some people, it's it's. Um, I feel sometimes like anger. It's like uh, you know the you know the magic trick where people are pulling. Um, handkerchiefs out of the mouth and yes, it's a big, handkerchiefs. a big big long stream of them I feel like when I'm writing that's what I'm doing I'm pulling it out because it's all jumbled up inside of me and I yeah. can't get clarity yeah. until, until you get it out where you yeah. can see it and it does work um, it works that way for writing for me but it works that way when I run as well I find mm-hmm. that my brain mm-hmm. seems to process it and pull it out it's like I leave a trail along wherever I run and then by the end of it I can look at it and see it yeah, clearly I and, need to talk it out yeah yeah, yeah. So pe- finding someone trusted, uh, and for anybody who doesn't know, if you don't have a close friend, there are hotlines out there for people who will listen. So if you need someone yeah. just to hold space Skilled for you, listeners. yeah, to hold space for you while you process it, that that is available for you. Yeah. And I know that especially in our society is not great with connection right now. We're 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 relearning that it's important and that uh, we need to cultivate it. Um, 
Same, oh, same. We're, not, we're not good with anger, and we're also not good with connection. And yeah. connection, I think, is probably part of the antidote to the anger, mm-hmm. to helping us to deal with that, yeah. with that anger in more constructive ways. So along the, the note of the gendered, the gender divide, and again, this isn't straight down the line regarding male and female, because also when it comes to, to gender, gender is much more multifaceted much, than that. Much more, yeah. It's it not black and been, white. But it, we're, be, yep. we're beginning to acknowledge it now. And, and still, I think we can take a moment to acknowledge that as a society, we have trained uh, men and boys that emotions are not okay. Yeah. And it's one of the few that are, that are acceptable because it comes out manly, strength, is anger. Yeah, is anger. Is anger. So therefore, sadness comes out as anger. Um, yes. Betrayal Which comes out as anger. Which is very confusing. If you're on the receiving end of that or if you're yeah. around it. Uh, there isn't anything you can do with it when when sadness comes out as anger or fear comes out as anger. Your normal way of dealing with the anger to to fight back or to ask what the cause is not going to work because it isn't something that makes it, you angry that's behind it. It's well, it, it, it's, maybe it wouldn't that makes you sad. It wouldn't be the same as like when we go hunting and we find a boundary being crossed. No. The sadness usually will come down to some a different set of needs. Yes, equally valid. Yes, absolutely, absolutely Just equally valid. Being, in, being expressed in a way that is perhaps confusing, and the, I would say the flip side of this is that we train uh, women or anybody who identifies that way uh, as not it's not permissible for them to express anger. Uh, so they may express their anger as tears, yeah, or something it's, that is not anger. When really they're the, furiously angry. The passive aggressiveness is a yes, big one yeah, for women again. Yeah, it, yeah. When you don't have the, if, if it's the not out. safe to get angry, then you have to do something else with it. So then it leaks. It comes yeah. out in little dribs and drabs, perhaps, and in ways that um, are so, are confusing. <clears throat> Something was a theme yesterday. I ended up sharing the idea twice during the day with different people that I was working with. It was a theme, and I think maybe it it would be helpful to to say it today, too. Um, When we're talking about anger, we're talking about sadness, any of these emotions that are overwhelming, they need an out. They're meant to address uh, a need that is unmet, and and that need is valid. Luke and I are holding space for that today. You, listener, whatever you're feeling, whatever your needs are, you are valid. Yes. They deserve to be attended to because you exist. You're yes. valuable because you're here. <laughs> yes. You, you get to breathe the air. And just you feel things. And whatever you feel is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, what you do with it. That's up to you. That's up to you so and what, should not invade somebody else's So this space. is where, where conversations went a couple times yesterday, which was uh, two different individuals separately saying, I'm looking at my life. I'm looking at this, these crises, this, these patterns, this disaster, and I made this. How can I, how can I look at this and not, not know I made this? And it was, it was overwhelming, devastating, depressing, you know, appalling to these people. And I've been there, right? We look around and like... I'm here. My life how, is how, in a shambles. Yeah. And how did I get here? And what am I going to do or, about or it? Or at all, the, if we even just now map that across the emotions, so the mm-hmm. anger or the or the stifled anger or the anger turned into sadness, the anger turned into depression, uh, all any emotions that are creating toxicity because they haven't had their 
say of what the need is and the need is not being addressed. While we, it is on our shoulders for deciding how we are going to respond to that because only we can be in control of that. Nobody else can, can make you happy. Nobody else can, can defuse your anger for you or, or happy you're sad. You know, it's, yes, you're it's, happy you're sad. I like it. It's, um, it is, uh, you don't have to be alone in helping to figure it out, but you're the one that has to take the actions. You are the one thinking the thoughts in your head and need the, to, to change the thoughts. But to get to where you are right now, it isn't all on your shoulders. You didn't create all of it because credit, <laughs> credit or, or blame, <laughs> but mm-hmm. we're not talking mm-hmm. about shame here. We're talking yep. about r- reasoning. Point of origin. Yeah, point of origin. Some of it is from your family. Mm-hmm. Choices your parents made. Mm-hmm. Choices... Um, your people, politicians have made when you were born. What what was the structure of society when you were born, and how did that roll out, and how it impacted your family? It's your culture. It's the zeitgeist of the times. Yep. How it's, did it influence yeah. your teachers and how you were treated at school? What you learned and what you didn't learn. Mm-hmm. And society as it is right now plays mm-hmm. a role. Mm-hmm. What supports are present and what are not. What what because that helps to create the landscape in which then we are also making our choices. And yes, we have a hand, but boy, we do not create our reality on our own. But we are responsible for then choosing how do we respond in this situation? What are we going to do now? Yeah, and how do we find a safe space to explore all of this, right? Because if you don't even know what the emotion is yet, how do you know if it's safe to bring it it out and explore it? Yeah. Right? It's... Because we don't, we, we don't all of a sudden have a conversation like this and then immediately know what it is yeah. and, and figure out where to put it. I've had conversations with men and women, some were clients, some were friends, where the anger and the sadness felt so big that they've said words to me. Multiple people have said similar words to me. If I start crying, I will never I'll stop. I'll never stop. Yeah. And... And I'll, and my life will be completely out of control. I think that once you start expressing this, you're out of control. You can never get it back in the yeah. box again. Yeah. And while it's true that you can never get it back in the box, that's actually the desired outcome. We yes, don't want yes, it back yeah, in the yeah, box. Yeah. It yeah. was poisoning you slowly. But people don't want to make it worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's true that it's like the lancing of a boil. It can be worse for a while. Mm. It, but the, the the way to the better is through the worse, <laughs> through, through the acknowledgement and the deliberate release of this. We, we open Pandora's box, but it doesn't become chaos forever. Mm-hmm. It has to it has to breathe. Just like you let the dog, if the dog's been caged for a while, you let him out, he's going to go berserk for a while, but it doesn't go berserk forever. Like, it's yes. it, it's a bit like yeah, that. Yeah, actually, when it's allowed to really come out, it doesn't last that long. It doesn't it's, end up it, lasting it, 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 as it long. It blows itself out pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, but it, yep. and it may revisit. <laughs> It may, but it doesn't usually come back with the same force. And by then you've had a little bit of experience in terms of what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. We have one more song that I feel relates to the, especially to the men who've grown up uh, trained not to acknowledge their sadness, not to Not to feel that even entitled to have it, never mind feel it. Yeah. I'd like to like to give them a hug through this song or at least an acknowledgement, you know, that we see you and your the emotions other than anger are just as valid and, and I'm I'm willing to hold space for you to oh, have yeah. them. Yeah. And to figure out how to manage them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the who behind blue eyes. We'll we'll listen to this and we'll be right back in just a few minutes.
No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind blue eyes. No one knows what it's like to be hated, to be faded, to telling only lies. But my dreams they are as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have hours only lonely. My love is vengeance that's never free. What it's like to feel these feelings like I do, and I blame you. No one bites back as hard on their anger. None of my pain and woe can show through. It's never free. Mm. When my fist clenches, crack it open. Before I use it, lose my cool. When I smile, tell me some bad news before I. back to Essential Conversations with Rebecca and Luca. We just come back to wrap up today. We were thinking, what are our final thoughts today on anger? Yeah, I think that song was a great way to kind of wrap it up. This idea that uh, there's lots of emotions out there, and anger's one of them. Uh, and and we want to find a place to put it and a, and a safe place to explore it. So I encourage anybody who wants to leave us a message 
to uh, about any of this and your impressions on it or resources or ideas, then please tweet us at um, EssentialConf, which is Essence, T-I-A-L-C-O-N-V. That's our Twitter handle, and we're happy to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Anger's not wrong. Nope. It's <laughs> not wrong. It's essential. Mm. Uh, absolutely essential to all of us. We just want to find a way to express it that doesn't hurt um, one another, ourselves, and the planet. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Until next time. I wonder what's around the corner. Essential Conversations is brought to you courtesy of Luca Halleck's Power Sorcerer. And Rebecca Mears, Certified Coach. Increase your awareness, expand your options, empower yourself. Luca can be reached at www.lucahalleck.com. I light the fires that light a thousand more. Connect with Rebecca at catchingfire.ca. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep. Oh, 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 oh. Happy, 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 boing, 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 bo